Good morning. Welcome to Join the Nest, untying the heartstrings to your stuff. And I am Diane Burkers. Today, I'm going to tell you the unfiltered version of my story, the beginning of how I got into decluttering. And let me tell you, I didn't know that this was going to be a journey, nor did I know that this was going to embark on a business shift and a lifestyle shift. So it was around about 2010. And my husband and I were in a tight spot within our marriage. We were still fairly newly married and we had a young son at home. I was not working at that point in time up until we had my son. We were a two income family. We dropped down to a one income family. And as most of you can imagine, I don't even know if it's possible that much anymore to be a one income family, but it did put a lot of stress on the marriage. So we had an ongoing fight about money. So much so that really it was like it was pre-recorded. One would say one thing, I would say another, and we'd go back and forth. We weren't even hearing each other anymore for our built up hurts and different things that were going on until one day the conversation kind of abruptly flipped topics and I got engaged again because all of a sudden my husband said, and what about the basement? I had just cleared that all out and now it's all filled with stuff my heart stopped. I had just immediate, not guilt, but it, it it's conviction. We, we use the word conviction because I was the one at fault. I was the one that had filled up his space with all of my stuff. And that was a new line in the, in this age old fight that we'd been having. And all of a sudden I had to look at things differently and I had to make a decision right then and there. Was I going to become offended and go, oh, wow, this is my stuff. And this is the reason why I have it there and blah, blah, blah. That was not the route that I chose to take because I love my husband and I really wanted our marriage to work. And this was highlighting something that I was doing that was also adding to the current stress level within our house. And so you went down, when I went down into the basement and I looked at all of this stuff, all of this stuff had great intentions attached to it. I had picked up treasures along the side of the road. I had bought things off of Facebook and I really thought I was going to make, you know, a bit of a financial difference while I was at home with my son. I would paint them. I'd fix them up. I'd flip them and create some money to put in the kitty, you know, to make getting groceries a little easier or something, but I wasn't doing that at least not at the pace of the amount of items that I was picking up for sure. And so I had filled up his nice clean space and our personalities are very different. Think Ikea and I don't know, winners after a day of people going through it, if they hadn't constantly tied up, that would be kind of the difference between um, my husband and I. To give a further example, when we got married and we merged households, he arrived in a cube van with his items from his house that he had owned. And I arrived with the biggest truck that you could rent at that time without a special license, as well as packing up all my friends and family's cars with my items. I wasn't necessarily untidy, but I like to have my stuff around me and I liked to accumulate stuff. And I had not learned how to let go of items. So I was in this phase of 
accumulating, 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 accumulating. So back to the story. So with my husband, here we are, the fight about money has ended and I am now looking at a shift and change. If I am going to be kind and honor him and bring down his stress load a bit, I need to go and look at my stuff. And here is where the truth of my story truly is because I have a relationship with God. He is the one that empowers me and helps me to be able to do these hard things and walk through life in a state of growth. Let's say that for the most part, I choose to walk in a state of growth. So I really felt God's heart to me was let's get rid of all of this. Let's, let's deal with this. And still at that point in time, I wasn't thinking I had a clutter issue. I was just thinking I had overstepped my boundaries and filled up his space. But this is how gentle of a journey that God was beginning to put me on. So I vowed right then and there, when I went down to the basement, took a look at that, that I was going to sell everything that was in there. And I was not going to second guess. I was not going to go, well, what if I'll just store it over in this side of the basement, which is more free space, or I'll do this and this with it. I was cutting out all excuses. I was like, okay, you know what? This is going to be done. And so I took pictures of everything in its raw state. I didn't do anything special. I didn't fix anything up, didn't flip it. And I put it all on Facebook. It was a group at that point in time and everything sold. Everything left my house. People came and picked up my stuff and then paid me for it. I didn't have to do anything else. It was just that, that start, that start. I got rid of dressers, chairs. Um, I had this big chaise lounge, antique, four inches off the floor. Really? Who's going to sit on that? No one is. That's not practical. Um, all of these, I had, it was lots of big wooden items because I can find beauty in everything, particularly chairs, chairs at that point in time. Oh my gosh. They <laughs> were highlighting to me on the side of the road and on Facebook marketplace and everything. And I would bring them into the house. I had three bums in the house and we had people over, but really they couldn't fit in all the chairs. So with that massive win under my belt and, you know, God just coming in and, and, and honoring my desire to honor my husband, he worked with me that first week, obviously to get everything out and, and to not get caught up in the heartstrings that I had already attached to it. The good attentions I had already put forth in there and I did not get offended. I chose not to be offended at my husband over what he was saying, but to walk this out. So that's great. The basement's all done. I did that. No, the marriage wasn't, you know, a thousand times better. No, we didn't miraculously have gobs of money in our bank account, but I had something far more precious. I was on a journey now of learning to declutter. So when I had finished the basement, I started looking around to see what else did I need to let go of? started looking at different craft supplies, clothing, um, a lot of my kids stuff at that point in time, kids are so easy to declutter. Can I just tell you that they go through life cycles so quickly. It's easy to say when one cycle's over 
in another cycle is beginning, especially with their clothes. They're never going to go back to the size that they were. But anyways, so that really was my first empowerment. And when I got stuck, I'd say, okay, God, what next? Where do I need to go next? Because it was overwhelming. If I actually really started to look around my house and look for clutter, there was a lot. There was a lot of representation from all my seasons of life up until now. I had not let anything go. Like when I was single, I dated Walmart and winners every Friday night. I would go and hang out. I would, you know, shower them with my money and they would give me little trinkets back. That meant nothing. And because I also had, you know, this, this cheap mentality, if I bought it on clearance, it made it that much better, but the items were broken. There's usually something wrong with them and they weren't the best of what I wanted and what I loved. So I still had all of that stuff that I had moved with me sitting in the attic sitting in that. And so bit by bit, my eyes were opened to these places that I had collected and stored clutter. And I remember one of the big things was photos, a lot of photos at that time, because, you know, going back from the eighties and nineties, we didn't have cell phones. They weren't gorgeous photos. So you got a lot of blurry ones, a lot of duplicates because you also got them on sale. Hey, for a penny more, you got another set. Who needs another set of your campfire or your sky or whatever back then? So I had a whole lot of photos that I had to go through and get rid of. Those ones were easy. They didn't hit my heartstrings as much. My grade eight photos in Quebec, and it's just a building. Woohoo! <laughs> my kid is never going to see it or want anything. So I started off with all the low hanging fruit. And those are the things that God just kind of highlighted. Well, why don't you start here? Or why don't you go over here? And then I remember one of my first hard ones was Martha Stewart magazines. I don't know if you were ever a collector of magazines, but Martha Stewart was my all-time favorite. And I slept her magazines from apartment to apartment, to house to house, to marriage house, and then to another house. And they all sat at the bottom of my five bookcases because I had worked for a book company and I love books. So I was inundated with books. There they were. And I remember going, I know I need to get rid of these, but I couldn't. And, and God's like, that's okay. Just leave them. And so I did. They, they just weren't part of my initial round of decluttering, but they came along later. I had not realized that they were part of my identity, I, my identity of DIY, crafting, decorating. They were just a core part of my life and who I felt I was. I didn't think I was Martha Stewart, but part of me obviously really wanted to be at that point in time. And I remember God saying to me very clearly, it's okay. You're Martha. You're not Martha Stewart and everything you need is already inside of you. You can let these go. I'm like, oh, okay. And I did. I was able to recycle them all. I'm not looking to see, oh, well, they're going to have value later on in life or whatnot. And yes, it hurt a little bit to see all the beautiful glossy covers go in the recycling bin, but not enough for me to, to again, hold on to them and take up space that I was not engaging in. They were not part of my life. 
they were just a reminder of something. And so I let them go. And there was many moments throughout my journey where I had to either choose, okay, now is not the time to let it go or now is the time, but what is the truth behind this stuff? And that's really how my declutter journey began was it it began as a place to honor my husband and to not build a fence. I didn't want to offend him and I didn't want to be offended by him. I couldn't do that in my own natural self. My tendency is, 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 oh, ouch, 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 ouch. You don't like me. You don't love me. Don't you understand? Blah, blah, blah. I'm sure you can fill in your blah, blah, blahs in that. But God had a better way. And I chose to just relax into that for the most part. You know, sometimes I had to really take a grab a hold of courage and to do that next step. But I never walked this journey alone. And so I want you to know that as well, in case like this is just all way too much. You look at your house and you're just like, am I ever going to get there? I can't do it. And that's okay not to be able to do it in your own strength. I couldn't. And so my job role, I feel, is to share my message, but also to come along and give you hope and help as well. So that you're not alone. And whether or not you believe in God, whether or not you want to ask for his help to come in and show you where to begin or what to start. Neither of that matters. I just want to be truthful that that's where my source of strength comes from. And I am here to help you with your decluttering because I know how much it needs to happen. You can't keep living a life of accumulation and never letting go because this doesn't just affect your, your house or your physical space around you. This also applies to your mental space and to your emotional space. We need to learn to live a life of letting go and starting off within your house and just working on your physical items that you still have is a great way to begin to learn to let go mentally and emotionally. And a lot of our stuff still has all of those things attached to it. And that's why we can't let go. And I'm here to help you recognize the truth of why you're keeping something, how it's affecting your identity, how it's affecting the truths that you believe, but chances are they're probably lies. And if we can identify that and flip it and find out what the real truth is, Letting go of those items is so much easier. I held on to all of my work um, performance reviews because I had some great bosses who were actually very well um, written and they wrote beautiful things about me and I held on to them and held on to them, even though it had been years and years, but I had made it part of my identity. And I remember God saying, that's a foundation of who you are, but that's not who you are. You're still growing and there's still more room for you. How about we let these things go now? You don't need those words anymore. There's new words that need to be spoken into your life, but you need to make room for them and you need to let go. And we are in a season where I really believe it's on God's heart. Again, whether or not you believe in God doesn't matter, but there is a beauty to behold if you will let go of the old. 
So with that being said, that's my unfiltered version of where I came from and where my source of hope and strength is in this to begin to, to walk this out, to live a lifestyle of accumulating and letting go and letting everything have its rhythm and time so that there's always room for new adventure, always room for new growth and not having the weight of, of things on my shoulders anymore, but knowing I can carry it for a season because I'm meant to, but then I can let it go and I can pick up something new, which may be lighter, maybe a whole lot lighter, maybe a whole lot more fun. And that's my heart. That's where I come alongside with practical tips and solutions coming up. If you want to join us for October 1st, I am releasing uh, clutter liberation, amazing race style. I love fun. I love games. I don't think having to let go of your stuff has to be dreary and hard and you don't have to get rid of everything all at once by any means, but we can do this in a fun manner and recognize the good things that your stuff held for the time and the season, but then also we can let that go. So that's clutter liberation, the amazing race style. If you go to nestfeathers.ca and click on the nest, that's where you can see that. Also, every month they do a clutter liberation hunt, not a clutter liberation hunt, a clutter hunt, a 777 clutter hunt, seven items, seven minutes for seven days at the end of every month. So you get rid of 49 items every month and you are prompted each month with my own prompts and you go into the next month, 49 items lighter. You can't go wrong with that. And these are easy things. They're the low hanging fruits. It's stuff that doesn't hit your heart yet, but it gets you looking for clutter. Cause remember, I didn't know I had a clutter issue until I started looking for it. And then I'm like, Oh, now I see, ah, I got way too much of this and this and this other people may have seen it, but I had not seen it. So doing the clutter hunt helps you see your clutter, but it also gets you used to that cycle of, Oh, seeing it and letting go, seeing it and letting go. And it leaves your house and then you can get into the deeper things, maybe the harder things, but you're already building your declutter muscles. So I hope you have a great day. And as always, I bless you to begin to look around you today and say, okay, what is a piece of low hanging fruit that I can start with? And if you already know God, or you don't know God, but you're interested in his help, feel free. I bless you to be brave and ask God, where do you want me to start? Because he is so much more gentler than you are. Trust me. He is so much more gentler and his heart is far more for your success than your heart, because you'll give up. <laughs> you'll just say, no way, this is too much. So again, I bless you to look around and see if you have low hanging fruit today that you can let go of something. Maybe it's a coffee mug. Maybe it's some items in your um, medicine cabinet that you haven't used in quite some time. And it's time to let that go. And I'll see you next Tuesday.